Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back. We got a hot seat. Our NASA correspondent's here. And Marcus Hayes has put together a list now because he has had a lot of ups and downs with sports figures in this town. Mm-hmm. He will tell you the ones he liked the most and the ones he didn't. Mm. Oh, the, there's some nasty names on there. Coming up. Save it. Not yet, Marcus. Hold his long list, but we're going to cut the list down. On the line, and I saw this video right after the Eagles' victory, Mike Garofalo, mm-hmm. at one time many years ago, I'll a producer here at WIP, yep. he covered the Giants up in New York for a number of years as a newspaper guy and then found great success at the NFL Network, and he was on the field talking to A.J. Brown, and now he's on the line talking to us. Hi, Mike. Angelo, I'm dying to hear that Marcus list, by the way, so I'm going to have to tune in uh, after I'm off the air. It's got a lot of nasty names on there. Mike, let's start with this. You are on the field. You are at the game on Sunday. Um, A.J. Brown looks a lot happier in Philly than he did in Tennessee. Is that right? Uh, it's one of the more uh, head-scratching decisions by a franchise to let that guy go because, uh, you know, the, the, the most um, – interesting part to me is like the contract was exactly where you'd expect it to be. A lot of times like a team will say, well, we're not going to pay that guy that money, but somebody else will. So we'll trade him away. The Eagles paid him right where you would expect him to get paid. I mean, any other team would have lined up to do it. Uh, so I just don't understand uh, Tennessee's reasoning, but AJ Brown could not have picked a better scenario and a better start to his first season with his new team. The guy is, I just when I asked him about the fans and the way that he paused and just smiled before he gave the answer, uh, you can tell it is just an incredibly genuine relationship between him and the fan base right now. Yeah, Mike, are you surprised, and if so, by how much by what the Eagles are doing this year at twelve and one? Yeah, I mean, coming in, we knew the schedule was going to line up. As a matter of fact, anytime I, I mentioned it to the folks in that building, it was like, Shh, "Don't jinx it," <laughs> like you know. But they knew that they could get off to a fast start. Um, I, I think we looked at some of the games that were coming later on. We said, well, right, well they, then it gets real when they face the Packers and when they face the Titans. Um, one, those games are both at home. Two, of those teams really have not been the kind of uh, teams that we thought they were going to be uh, at this point of the season. So, um, yeah, it, it's the, the way that they're handling business, and now you're starting to look out and say, you know, at what point can they wrap it up? They've got the – because they, they do face the Giants again in Week 18, and when I was discussing that game, I said, who knows what that game's going to mean to the Eagles. Now, mm. the Cowboys remain hot on their tails here, uh, so there's a little margin for error, um, but it really is incredible to see what they're doing and to see what Jalen Hurts is doing, really. All right, so, Mike, tell us – I mean, you cover the whole league. How big a threat do you see the Cowboys to the Eagles? Yeah, I mean, they're a threat. Um, it's – 
the, the Eagles do have some games here, like the, you know the Saints game at home that they should be able to take care of. Uh, the Bears on the road that should be a problem. Um, so so Dallas is going to have the harder time keeping up with the Eagles and uh, winning that game certainly on on Christmas Eve. But they they are they're a well balanced team. They're a well coached team. I, I never understood the. You know, Mike McCarthy doesn't deserve to be a head coach and can't wait till Sean Payton takes over for him. Mike McCarthy is a terrific head coach. You know, everybody remembers what they last saw. And what they last saw in Green Bay was a team that it was just time. It was done. Time to move on. It kind of reminded me of Andy Reid last year in Philly, where it was just time uh, for both sides to split. So I think he's done a really terrific job. I I always say this. It's really hard to be the head coach of the Cowboys. That is a high-profile job and you've got an owner that's involved in everything uh that makes it really difficult so i I think mccarthy's done a really nice job they've got talent they're well coached particularly on the defensive side of the ball uh they're an interesting team to watch for sure all right i I gotta run something by you mike because we in this city you know we're not happy unless we're unhappy and right now we're not happy with the lack of respect we're hearing in uh especially at espn toward the eagles and I want you to hear something Steve Young said last night on ESPN about the Eagles because uh, he was talking about the Cowboys and how big a threat they are. Listen to what Steve Young said. Well, the weakness that is they're new. It's new to them. Yeah. But they're in the deep water of the NFL, and, they're, and, and it looks like they're going to be there for a while. It's just that they haven't been there. So the idea they get into a first playoff game, maybe the Cowboys beat the Bucks on the road uh, and, and then go to Philadelphia. You don't think the Cowboys could rise up and beat the Eagles, and you go, oh, yeah, I yeah. guess that could happen. So until they kind of pound people back in January and February, that's the deep water they're hanging in. I don't see any reason why not, but it's kind of things like you got to do it till you do it. Mike, it, he's saying the Eagles are an unproven, but what did the Cowboys prove? They haven't won anything in th- 30 years. I, I'm, I, I'm having trouble following that, to be honest with you, but yeah. I, I guess what he's, <laughs> what he's saying is Mike McCarthy has the experience, the big game experience, uh-huh. the ring. Listen, I get that, and sometimes that's a thing. And sometimes it's not a thing, right? Go back to Doug Peterson and that yep. coaching staff a couple of years ago because sometimes it's good to have that ignorance of you've never been there, right? Sometimes you play a little differently and a little loosely because you haven't been there, and sometimes the experience leads you to tighten up and you realize the magnitude of the stage. I, I never know which way to go on experience. It's just really it's an individual-type situation. There's certainly experience on the roster, big game experience with – uh, key pieces on this team. Um, and, and I would say this about the quarterback, and, and, and this is what we said coming into the season, he's so even-keeled and he worked so hard that, to me, he was definitely going to get better. The question was how much better was he going to get. His even-keeled nature, I, I don't see him getting rattled. And, by the way, they played in the playoffs last year. I mean, did we forget about that? It's not like they have no experience uh, in the postseason. So I, I don't get that at all. Um, I, I just I think they're really, really, really well coached and well organized. The way that Nick Sirianni has that operation running down there, uh, I, I continue to hear nothing but good things about the organization, the way they implement game plans. They're doing a terrific job. I, I, I can't lean on the lack of experience as, as a knock on them. Mike, I want you, you talk to all the quarterbacks in the league. You know how mm-hmm. different they are. This guy here. We can't get over how stoic he is, how yeah. focused he is. Is he unusual compared to the other qu- quarterbacks that you deal with? Yeah, I, I don't. I, there's no ego either. That's the other thing. I mean, even even the guys that are and, and ego tends to have a negative connotation, right? But there's a um, there, there's a positive to it when you're a quarterback and you're an NFL. For, you know, usually, these guys have these kinds of personalities. 
I don't see that with him. He just he works so hard. I, I, you know, I, I explained this the other day uh, on our NFL game day morning show. Um, you know, it's a second year with the same offense, same coordinator. That cannot be stated enough because, you know, last year he would kind of go in at halftime and they'd say, all right, here's what we're seeing, Jalen. Here's what we're going to do in the second half. And now it's like he's the one giving the input because he's seen it before. He's got that experience. He's going in. He's talking to, you know, Nick Sirianni, uh, offensive coordinator Shane Staken, passing game coordinator Kevin Petullo, and he's saying, hey, here's what I'm seeing. Here's what they're trying to do to me. Here's where the leverage is. Like, we should do this, right? And, and so when, when they see that, they realize, boy, he's really seeing it right now, and that's why he's taking that next step as a passer. I thought one of his more impressive passes the other day was an incompletion. He threw one to Devontae Smith down by the end zone, who was oh. an incredible ball. He just had to happen to have a foot out. And if you can't see how far along he's come as, as a passer and how much he's proven people wrong, I'm going to raise my hand. I'm in that group. I didn't think he'd be where he is right now. If you haven't seen it and you can't see it, I, I don't know what to tell you. Mike, uh, follow Mike, one last thing, because you are from our area and you are Italian. Seven fish Christmas <laughs> Eve, but we got a football game, Eagles at Dallas. Yeah. How do we balance these two things? What are you going to do? How are you going to handle that? Well, uh, so I spent uh, Thanksgiving down there. I'm going to be up here, uh, North Jersey, for uh, Christmas Eve probably. Right. Um, and so I married into a Cuban family. And what they do on Christmas Eve is the opposite. They throw as much meat at you as you possibly can handle <laughs> meat? on Christmas Eve. Wow. Yeah, pork. Uh, they're, they're roast pork. So uh, wow. it's a little sacrilegious what I'm doing, but I'm doing it to keep the peace in the household. I think you would understand. <laughs> oh, 100%. Mike, you're yeah. doing awesome work at NFL Network, and it was so cool to see you on the field there with the Eagles. Mike, thank you, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Ange. Enjoy your holiday, okay? Mike Garofalo out. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus